Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spiedling and today I'll take you on a journey with Gus Gus, the electronic music band that loves to combine electronic music with pop elements and that is always coined by their typical synth and layered soundscapes celebrated their 25th anniversary last year. Right now they released two new tracks out of their new album Mobile Home that's coming in spring. I was talking with Biggie and Daniel, the core members of Gus Gus, as well as the Icelandic singer Margaret that is joining them for the new album. We talked about their home Iceland, collaborations and much more. We recorded this podcast interview via Zoom. Unfortunately, the internet connection was not as good as we wished it would be. But nevertheless, I hope the content um, is coming over and that you can enjoy it. And yeah, that's it for now. Enjoy. Welcome to this interview. Um, actually, interviews start with a short introduction about the artists, but in this case, I would really love to start with a personal story. Because the funny thing is, back in 2009, um, I went to Media Market, maybe you know it also in Iceland, um, to buy a DVD. And back then, DVDs. But then, obviously, the person who worked in the store was obviously an electronic music lover, and he played 24-7 um, in, the, in the market. And I wasn't really into electronic music back then. I have a background in rock music. But I listened to this song, and I was like, wow, I really love this. So I went to this person working there and said, what is this? What is the name of the artist and the song? And he actually gave me your CD. And it was the first CD that I bought for electronic music. And who knows if this podcast would exist without you. So thank you for giving me this intro into electronic music back oh. then. <laughs> We, I, I'm, I'm just touched. I'm just touched. You know, I'm just touched. You know, really, I'm really, uh, you know, there's something that we, you know, for me has always been given as, as you know, kind of so a deep value in, in being able to do music with Guskus for so long time. Is that is that uh, is that I sometimes hear stories like this from people that that really feel that. Our music, you know, or just gains its own life and, and goes away like children. So basically, it's to to hear how, how pe people appreciate it and how it feels, it it's it's it, uh, you know has has taken so much part of their emotional system. It's just you know really I'm I'm touched. Thank you so much. So you actually have a long, long journey and the wonderful journey. Last year you celebrated 25 years. Um, Actually, it was a different, different styles, different band, band members that you had in those 25 years. Would you say it was more like morphing into something that you are now? Or would you say it was more like enjoying the different styles that you embraced during this journey? 
Well, with, with, with different people come different um, uh, um, styles or, or emphasis, you know, we're, when, when um, well, Big, Big has always been at the, at the helm of, of, the, of, the, of the technical or, or the, you know, the, 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 the synthesizers and, and creating the, the, the chords and the, and the and the music but when you have different singers they you know they bring in a different vibe and 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 biggie has always been been very um uh curious to to explore and and check out different music styles and um and that that's 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 maybe why why it has worked all this time you know because biggie has been has has allowed you know himself to 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 explore things new things yeah i think that, I, I think that i have to add to this because you know i i uh, i clearly remember the phone call when i got from my friend stefanovni when he told me that that um, that he was in a gang that was going to found a band and with Daniel August, and we, they really wanted to approach me to see if I wanted to be a part of the band and that because he knew I was doing electronic music. And basically, you know, Daniel came to me and, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go deep into that story. You can find it somewhere else. But basically it came out that he really liked the music that I was doing. Uh, what Daniel August wanted to do when he was, when, when this pack was founding the band and I was invited was that he wanted to explore how you combine electronic music with pop music. And what has had been happening before that was that, of course, there had been time where electronic music was explored with pop music that was in the, in, in the late, late 70s, early 80s. But there were new times, you know, in 93, 94 and 95, that we had an, basically a cultural explosion with the, with the, that was just pounded through the mindset of people with, with, uh, with the techno music and the club music that was happening at the time. And with this new uh, kind of technology and a new mindset towards music and what could be done with music, because that was of course, you know, not related at anything with pop music. It was all about clubbing and being aroused or being on drugs or whatever. It was just about, you know, you know opening up your emotional you know, system to music and other people and having parties and stuff. So it was a really wonderful time to witness and being part of. And after that, it was basically, okay, how can we do this and, 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 and mold the songs of the people through pop music? And that was basically the, the mm -hmm. challenge that we, that we went into when we started Couscous is, you know, to do pop music with this vibe. So and I think, like Daniel is saying, the shirt is... Is, is constantly, we are constantly finding kind of new ways to do it. Very nice. And Margaret, you're joining the guys for the new album. So good. I really love your voice on it. It, it hears like you've been on the band forever. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I'm, I'm always hearing that like we're the perfect match. Yeah. yeah. It's a really good harmony. So you're from Iceland as well. And how do you see this journey? Like, because you, you probably watched this whole journey from the outside in the past 25 years. How do you perceive this, this um, yeah, travel that they guys did? Yeah, I'm like, I love 
doing new things and and learn i can learn a lot from these guys they have a, an amazing career that they have built and i've been a fan of couscous for a long time they like they they inspired me to do electronic music so yeah i'm just i'm very excited for this journey and and yeah and to travel with them and play some music because we never play together, you know. So, so, yeah. so we talked about it earlier. Gaskas is really actually an open format with different collaborations. And um, you already did collaborations together with um, in techno music. It's really um, popular, like um, the um, cross um crossfade remix that you did um it got really really popular in techno music but you also had different collaborations with different genres so which like in a retro perspective um what were the collaborations where you really think it was the perfect fit and in a future view um which artists are still on your list Of course, like like I said, the, that the co collaboration that you mentioned have have more or less been uh, remixes that have been taking our work and extended for their own pleasure and <laughs> and so so to speak. So it's so it's so it's so it's so it's not you, you cannot basically describe it as a collaboration. It's more like handing extension of what you're doing. You're handing other people, you know, to play with it and do something with it. At least that is. How I see it when I get music to, to remix is that basically they are giving me the opportunity to take their creation and 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 make something new about it in 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 different spirit. And of course, we have been throughout the years really uh, fortunate with many of the people that have been working <laughs> working on our music. Uh, Michael Meyer came up with the idea of having Maceo plaques. Uh, doing a remix of, of Crossfit, and I was thinking, yeah, okay, but you know, he did a good album like a couple of years ago, but has he been, has he been, has he been doing anything worthwhile? You know, last couple of years, and he said, yeah, he's really hot teaching in in Ibiza. I have I have faith in him. I, I have faith in him. And I said, okay. And then when we heard the mix, when he returned it, we I, I just we were talking, and I just said, you know, you have a hair. Yes, I know. <laughs> so that was, of course, a really <laughs> successful and fun co collaboration. Um, and, and it's also and, very different from the original. I just tuned in the original version yesterday again, and it's like crazy how he changed the track, right? Yeah, but but then again, one thing that is all, that I also pre appreciate in, in in remixes, like how he approached the job, but was that he goes into the tracks and he he finds something that he in in the music that he wants to work with. Because basically he was just taking the chord structure of the of the chorus and the vocal piece that the, the backing vocal piece that came with it and just you know just come, you know just taking that as, as as the focus of the musical part of the of the remix and then just driving it with with this intensive club arrangement that of course he did with different sounds so of course it was a different you know a good remix that he used something that was originally in the track. And, and 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 took it to a to 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 a new environment a new kind of ecstasy so to speak yeah absolutely because because I I, I feel that you know of, of, because there are so many much of remixes that are done with pop music is that, that you just take the vocal and you do completely different 
uh, that different uh, approach in, 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 in the musical arrangement and just change everything. But I really appreciate it when, when there is something in the, in the original song that is interesting to work further, is that when the remixes, you know, identify that and, and take that element and, 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 and kind of push it in a new way. And that was exactly what Maestro did. Very nice. And I, I can also say that we have, we have been, uh, I, I was really pleased also, also meeting Raxon that did the, that did the remix of, of, of Lifetime. Uh, I had already noticed him in, in, in the techno scene. And, and when my manager said, you know, we, that, you know, he, 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 he knew how to contact him and he was, you know, he, he loved the band. It was really exciting to get him on board and the remix that he did of Lifetime was, was, was really excellent. It was, uh, I, I'm not sure if you heard it, it was one of the favorite tracks for Carl Cox. Last summer he was saying, just saying, why are we not partying? Yeah, <laughs> so true. And then of course, <laughs> Johannes Brach on, 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 on the Featherlight, that was a remix that we did, you know, that he did two years ago. That was a really kind of beautiful, kind of really classical approach in taking the, 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 the kind of, yeah, the scales that we were working with in the court and they're really strengthening. He was taking, taking it into different means and, and extending it in, in a different vibe. So it was a really, really good remix as well. So, yeah, so, so you could say that at least in, in a couple of years, we had really, really successful, what you call collaborations with, with remixing. And, and it would be, and we are just, you know, seeing a little bit, you know, what we want to do with the new album. Uh, basically, how it has changed in modern times is that you know that that, that it, it was different in, in back in the days. Is that now you know you you do your music first and then you let some month pass and then comes the remixes. So basically, I think we would just you know we're just finishing this this uh, this uh, releasing our music and then uh, we have a couple of cool ideas for the for the follow up in in the collaboration. But uh, if you want to talk about collaboration towards the music, it is of course like mostly about the collaboration between 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 ourselves and uh, and what was basically uh, maybe the most important collaboration in recent time is what I feel is on this album where me and Daniel we got Siki Kinski on board that was one of the founding members of Guskus back in the 90s, and then went his own way in, in the film industry. And, and we asked him to come back and work with the lyrics on us. And that has basically pushed the content of the lyrics and the stories that are embedded in the songs to, for me, much higher level than we had been uh, you know, at, at any point in our career before. So that is really interesting to really go deep in the lyrical context. Because yeah. I know it's, you know, this. <laughs> For, for many people, they don't listen to lyrics and they just, you know, test to the song. But for but some people, they the have lyrics time. are really, really important. Yeah, but now they really have time <laughs> they're at home. <laughs> so they can really interact. Yeah, so, so let's yeah. talk about so the I think album. it's really interesting. Yeah, it's uh, called Mobile Home. And you already released two singles out of it, Higher and Stay the Right. Um, tell us a bit about the lyrics and the storytelling in the in the album that's coming out in spring. Yeah, so Higher was a concept uh, based on uh, the royal family, the, the British royal family. 
Uh, yeah, I was I was watching The Crown at the day at, at last year, and yeah, I was I was basically just love that show. By the way, <laughs> me too. It's really amazing. It's yeah. so good, and yeah, it just resonated to me this like this loneliness and and how like how you know how far away they were from reality, and and Vicky sent me the higher demo uh, the track and and I just like put it together and then then the higher you know concept came and and then the tower concept was added on top of it so yeah you could describe that Vicky maybe yeah really in short we, we basically me Sig and Daniel really liked the, this this approach in Kind of examining the the the, 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 the strange reality of, of, of the power structure, the people that are in the power structure, and somehow somehow try to try to try to reflect on on, on those basic ideas from market and, and trying to extend, how, you know, how, how we can see in 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 those aspects. And so we took the this uh, this, this icon of the bubble tower, where it's constantly about you know climbing higher and higher and being more and more powerful and for what you're just being more and more less grounded mm. so so that was basically a really uh, you know and i think that this you know most of the layers on the album and daniel can explain to this day right it's, it's some kind of a reflection of the reality that we are somehow trying to figure out at this moment in time yeah and sure. i love playing a tyrant in higher it was, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for uh, Stay the Right, um, we took on this this uh, angle or, or this aspect of, of, uh, of how we are trying to um, survive this, all this, you know, we, we get so much noise uh, and, and so much, um, uh, yeah, noise from the outside and and uh, and it's and it's and it's painful sometimes, but but the, in, in we have to stay the right for 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 us to to be able to um, to cast our own light in, in, into this existence, and and many of us are are existing within you know within the virtual world, world yes. and uh, and trying to to. Uh, to paint a different picture of ourselves in that world, which is which is you know, which is in our hands with with the, with the smart gadgets that we have, and um, and and that's you know where where we, where we're trying to 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 uh, to, to, to to stay the right today to to survive. To stay true to yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we already talked about the collaboration on the album. And actually, right now, it would be the time where you would be touring, promoting the album. How does it feel to not be able to do so? It's horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really, that's really painful. It's, it's not being able to, to go on the road and, 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 uh, and, and you know, spread the word. <laughs> yeah. And to really feel it, to perform it, right? I mean, live streams are nice, but then you don't really have the feedback from the crowd. Exactly. Yeah. the The magic, the magic is in the is in the 
is in the relationship between the audience and the, and the, and the artist. Yeah. Yeah. I, I basically have, of course, used, you know, there are two, two, two aspects of the music making and, and, like, and, and it is about making the music itself and then it's about performing it. And like Daniel says, it has been always a really important part of Guskus to perform the music. It is more or less what basically defined, you know, being experimental pop band is that when you're doing it live, you have to be open for experimentation. So the, the live, live show is, 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 is this, you know, it's maybe a little bit too cool to say it was designed. It just it was, was put together in a way that you can really experiment with the songs and really take on journeys in interacting with the songs and stuff like that. So of course it has been really difficult to not to, to be able to do that. But we will of course tour the album with, we will just do it in, in, in the fall, you know, so it's, so it's, that's about it. But I think being not able to perform has basically for me just meant that I just don't, so more, you know, so more crazy in, in the concept of, of, of sculpturing the, the other aspect of the band, the, the, the music cre creation itself. So I think I, I think Daniel knows I spent probably too much time, you know, trying to <laughs> tweak some knobs somewhere in, in, in my basement. Yeah. Oh, it was worth it. It was good to have time to, to really focus on the details of the, of the, of the mixing of the album and, yeah. and, and the, and sculpting of the sound that Biggie is talking about. Yeah. So yeah. So you actually were um, finished with the album before the pandemic. You were like mixing it and mastering it during the pandemic, right? So how did you spend? Yes. Like all the three of you, how did you spend the time, which already lasts like one year now? Uh, just in general. Yeah, like maybe because like you were thrown out of your everyday life, which was like making music, touring, meeting friends, traveling around. And from one day to the other, this was disrupted. Um, yeah. I don't know. Did you maybe establish new routines or new things that you um, learned to appreciate in that time now? Yeah, I mean, like I've been I've been. Uh, yeah, I've just started to do, you know, new things because like you're not getting the energy that you get from, you know, playing music, you know, and the energy from the people. And so, yeah, I've just been trying to keep myself busy. I was just talking to my friends and I was saying, like, I feel like I'm 50. Sorry, guys, <laughs> I feel like I'm 60. Uh, so it's just like, yeah, but I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to keep myself busy working other, you know, other in other jobs, you know, because I can't, I just get bored to be staying at home. And, you know, I, I've been lacking a bit of creativity. So I just, you know, I'm just doing things that I can't do. and. You know, doing yoga, meditation, and walking. So yeah. just yeah. Try so it. I guess after this pandemic, we are all sin. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What about you guys? Yeah, I mean, it, it gave us the opportunity to, uh, well, bring Margaret properly in on 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 the, on the album. Her her voice is 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 is. Uh, is on most of the tracks on the album, so so it really gave us the chance to to uh, to to embrace her and, and, and her her talent on the album. 
Um, <laughs> and it, 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 it's, um, yeah, that, that was the most positive thing about the, this, this pandemic time. But it, it was also a bit depressing to, to not, not being able to, um, to play, to go up and play. But it, 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 it certainly taught us some, 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 you know, something about patience and, you know, just appreciating the, the, the things you have in life. Yeah, I mean, you can, we're all learning a lot from this situation. Traveling, it, everything was happened so fast, so it's just, you know, it's probably nice for everybody to just like calm the fuck down. <laughs> I think it, of course, affected people in a, in a different way. Like, 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 I mean, it's basically describing as well. Is that, you know, I, I saw it as, you know, I, I both know people that basically loved it <laughs> and people that found it really difficult, that, like Daniel has. That we, some people have kind of are more attuned in being a part of, 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 of other people, while other people are more, you know, like intro, introvert. And, and I feel like I can, can enjoy a little bit both worlds. So for me, I really, I, I really just loved how everything slowed down. I really liked that. No formal. And, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly willing to spend less and be a lesser consumer if I can just stay at this pace, because this was, this was for me was life. This, to be in a slow pace where you're not chasing something and doing your life later, when, when your life is just part of, of, of breathing in and out the project that you're doing each minute, that is how life should be. So, so I really think that we should figure out how to go to, you know, stay at this pace and, and, and destroy our planet less and just be happy in that way. And that is the project that COVID has, I, I think, uh, showed us as an, an, a vision of where to go. I 100% agree. Absolutely. I have the same feeling. And it's so funny because you mentioned uh, traveling and being on the road um, all the time, like also like people traveled a lot before, of course, and your country, Iceland, has been a really touristic hotspot before COVID. I mean, like if I imagine talking to my friends, everyone would um, say, Oh, I would love to travel to Iceland. I have it on top of my bucket list. Um, how did you perceive this? Yeah, your country as a touristic hotspot and all this tourism wowness before COVID. Yeah, we we have never experienced such tourism before. I mean, the the past three five years have been crazy with tourists in Iceland. I mean, it, it's it it has its pros and cons. I mean, the pros obviously being the the economic side of it, but the con side being the you know the downside being. Uh, It's like um, our nature is, is is fragile. You know, it's easy. It's easily you can easily damage a nature like Iceland, the Icelandic nature. It seemed too much in, in my eyes. It seemed too much. You know that that you know that you know when 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 the when the spots the the most popular spots were like crowded all day long with with mm -hmm. people. I mean, with, with, which is, um, yeah, you, 
as as an Icelander, I, I've never experienced that before, and 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 have, having to be ha, having to uh, you know pay to see the to see Geysir or 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 or, or, or some or some waterfalls or something. It's it's it it's it's just so new new to us. This exploitation of of of, of the nature. Yeah. Yeah, I think that for for me it is of course I see it in in, in you know with the similar eyes that Daniel is that you know it it depends you know we obviously have to move now into times where we travel less and and we have to and what I don't like about tourism especially in Iceland like this or like like Daniel is saying like this like this a really really beautiful place place to witness and and experience and take in in a, in different ways that that you know that it should not be considered a consumption. Mm -hmm. Be considered as an experiment that is a pleasure, and 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 I think that that people should take tourism in that way, you know, that it it, it is not part of the consumption because it's <laughs> because it's expensive to the nature. They should use it as you know, okay, you know, we're not going to quit traveling, but you should see it in a different lane and 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 do less of it, but but have it then more precious to you and really. Maybe if you go to Iceland, don't jump for a weekend to party a little bit and see some and, 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 and go a little deeper, but then I'm going to not travel for two or three years. So, so I, I think that something like that with tourism has to change, that, that it is, is, is considered something that awakens people up instead of putting them to sleep to consumerism. We are already at the end of our interview, unfortunately, but before we end it, I would love to hear one spot about your country that you love the most, where, for example, if I would visit you, you would take me to that one spot. Uh, there's, there's a place called Ausbirki in the north, northern part of Iceland. It's, it's the place where Sigros actually made the, their movie called Home uh, or Heima. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the most beautiful spots in Iceland, I, I would say. I would take you there. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> What's your favorite spot, Margaret? Uh, um, so many. Damn. I don't know. I like. I'm. I'm just thinking about Grundafjörður in some way. I. I really, really like Grundafjörður and and the the mountain there, and I love driving around there and this that I, I think I would yeah I think I would go like the uh Schneifelsnes the the circle around that because it's a it's a beautiful place and there's like loads of things to see there can't you also take a boat from Grundafjörður or, or is that I think you, that's no. from Stikisolmur but Stikis. it's only yeah. yeah, if you go to Grindavík, you can take a take a drive to Stekisolmur, that is really close by, and take mm -hmm. a, take the ferry across Breiðafjörð. That is really really nice. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, I think that the, the 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 one of my favorite places is actually really easy to to check out because it's yeah it's like a it's like a two hour drive from Reykjavik. It's it's weak because it's kind of. It's it, and it's a really kind of you know maybe people <laughs> would think it's not you know ah big that is a tourist spot you know all the tourists go there anyway and I say yeah that's because it's really special <laughs> but 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 you can approach this as a as a consumer just run through the black beach and say yeah this is and take photos and run away but but you can also go there and really sink into that environment that that is there 
and, and stay a little bit later when all the tourists have gone home and you are you're alone on that beach and just taking taking that you know that cliffs in you know it's really really powerful and close to week is also you can go walk on glaciers you can see you know huge waterfalls and 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 it's really also short to go even you know yeah to 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 to, to see over the you know, so like the black sands of, of islands in the sand that once were <laughs> islands, but now are just something that sticks out of the sand. So it's it's a really, really, really kind of you really kind of see the la how the land has been sculpturing itself. So you can see it's alive, but that is on a on a on a pace that is even slower than a COVID pace. It's something that takes hundreds of thousands of years changing. So so it's it's really really you know cool to somehow witness that, and it's and it's a. Uh, and even though it's one of these cliche, uh, you know, attractions in Iceland, it's really, really good. Yeah, I think like, I mean, I haven't uh, been there yet, but for me, like the impression from outside, it's really the wholeness of the nature that's so incredible and so impress impressing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for this interview. It was a great, great pleasure meeting you finally online and hope we can, um, yeah, hope I can see you soon, hopefully next year or end of the year. Fingers are crossed. And thank you so much. Thank you. Nice seeing you. It was such a big honor talking to the three of them, to Guskus, um, a band that's um, really coined my electronic musical journey. Um, Thanks again for this interview, guys. Um, tune in their new singles, their new album in spring. And let's connect online on Facebook, on Instagram. I'm looking forward meeting you there. Thank you so much for listening. Rock and roll and stay tuned.